Good morning. It's good to be with you on this uh, wonderful Tuesday morning as we continue reading together through Paul's pastoral letters. We're continuing today in 2 Timothy. We're reading 2 Timothy 2, 1 through 13. I'm Andy Stoddard, lead pastor here at St. Matthew's United Methodist Church, and it's great to be with you as we continue in our time together in God's Word. So we'll read, like I said, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 2 through 13, where Paul writes these words to Timothy. You then, my child, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me through many witnesses entrusted to faithful people who will be able to teach others as well. Share in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving in the army gets entangled in everyday affairs. The soldier's aim is to please the enlisting officer. And in the case of an athlete, no one is crowned without competing according to the rules. It is the farmer who does the work who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say. The Lord will give you understanding in all things. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, a descendant of David. That is that is my gospel, of which I suffer hardship, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, so that they may also obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is true, is sure. If we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Okay, so um, really good ending there. I like. I always like verse 13. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. But always remember, God's faithfulness does not de- depend on our faithfulness. We're not loved because we're perfect. We're loved because he's perfect. Always remember that. It's not up to us to earn or even deserve God's love or God's goodness. We simply receive it. God loves and gives because he is he is good. Verse 3. I think 3 is an interesting passage that sets the tone and sets the conversation for what we read. He says, share in suffering like a good soldier in Christ Jesus. So share in suffering. Um, you will suffer. One of the... Um, Hmm. misnomers, misunderstandings that we have in faith is that um, some call the prosperity gospel, things such as that, is that, you know, all God wants for us is to be happy and healthy and blessed and all these type things. And um, Paul here says, share in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. I mean, following Jesus isn't always easy. And following Jesus will quite often lead to hardship and, and troubles and difficult moments. I mean, following Jesus may cost us stuff, you know? Following Jesus may may cost us friendships or cost us resources or money or, or whatever. So he says, share in suffering like a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one serving in the army gets entangled in everyday affairs. The soldier's aim is to please the enlisting officer. And then, so he goes through three cases. He talks about a soldier, he talks about an athlete, and he talks about a farmer. And each of these individuals does their task knowing that there are things that are above them. So the soldier, he doesn't get entangled in everyday affairs. The soldier's not entangled in everyday affairs, but he's worried about pleasing the enlisted officer. So much like that as a Christian, we need to be careful the affairs we get ourselves entangled in. Sometimes we get um, 
I used to when I was younger. I'll sometimes say that sometimes we're so heaven minded, we're no earthly good. I heard that before and I thought that was a good quote. That sometimes we're so focused on heaven that we don't focus on the earth. I think we reverse that now, though. I think sometimes we're so earthly minded that we forget our purpose. And so we need to be careful like that soldier who doesn't get entangled in earthly and earthly um, things that they that there are, are affairs like that. They miss the purpose. Our purpose is to please our enlisted officer. Our purpose is to please Jesus, not to get entangled in a lot of earthly things that distract us from the gospel. Then he says, um, the athlete, uh, no one is crowned without comp competing according to the rules. So. You know, the athlete submits themselves to the rules that they compete under. Um, you know, as great an athlete is, they don't play by the rules. You know, if you're if uh, Michael Jordan traveled every time he had the ball and got called on him every time, then it doesn't matter how good he is. If the best offensive lineman holds every play, it doesn't matter how good he is. Those are the rules. You got to play with them. We can't always choose our context. We have to play or live with the circumstances in which we find ourselves in. And then we see the farmer. Um, it is the farmer who does the work, who ought to have the first share of the crops. In other words, the farmer does all this work and receives the reward for the work that they put into it. So Paul does this work so that they may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. We suffer we go through things because we know that it's worth it. We know that it's worth it because we have our eyes set on a higher prize. We have our, our, our eyes set on a higher purpose. When you read the writer of Hebrews and he talks of in chapter 11 about how the world was not worthy of these saints because they had their, had their um, focus on a heavenly home not made with human hands. Um, and I just love how it says in Hebrews that the world was not worthy of them, uh, that God was not ashamed to be called their God because they had their eyes on something higher and something better. So if we have our eyes on something higher, our eyes on something better, our eyes, our hearts set on something truer and more beautiful, then um, we can more easily endure whatever struggles we, we find ourselves in. Because um, we're reminded when we have our eyes fixed on Jesus that Jesus is with us in these things. Because it says in verse 13, if we are faithless, he him, He remains faithful. For he cannot deny himself. He cannot deny himself. Um, remember Jesus Christ raised from the dead. Uh, it is for him I suffer hardships, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect. He endures everything for the purpose that God has been given to him. Um, and that's that's the, I think that's why keeping our eyes focused on Jesus is so important, y'all. I think that's why it's so pivotal and so key is because there is something better, y'all. There's a way of life that is better and deeper and more holy than uh, the anxiety that this world produces within us. The anxiety that swirls around politics and money and fear and status and all of these type things. That, 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 those, think about how these things drain our 
energy and our, our hope and our peace in our life. And so we as Christians are called to, as he says, um, not getting entangled in the every, these everyday affairs. Not that, not that the stuff of this world does not matter, but I don't want to call us to be uncaring about the world. I don't want to call us to, to, to not focus on the needs all around us. We've got to become unentangled from these false idols that claim to give us life and purpose, but in the end, pull us away from that which is truly life-giving. Because, as C.S. Lewis tells us, we are, not that we have a soul, we are a soul. And if we are not feeding our souls, y'all, if we're not feeding our souls, then we're always, we're always going to be hungry. If we're not drinking from the living waters, then we're always going to be thirsty. There's something deeper. And we know it. We, we know it. Deep in our hearts, we know there's something deeper. And when we find it, it makes anything we suffer worth it because we have, we have something worth holding on to. We have something worth having. And then suffering or whatever doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because we found something better. So spend that time with Jesus, y'all. Spend your time with Jesus because he wants to be with you. He does. And whenever we meet him in the word or meet him in worship or meet him in service or meet him in our prayer life, then we found truly is something truly worth having. That makes the things of this world don't really matter as much. So focus on him, y'all. Focus on strengthening that walk and that relationship with him. And then we'll find that deeper thing that makes it all worth it. Thanks for being with us today. Tomorrow we're going to pick up with chapter 2. We'll start in verse 14 and read to the end of chapter 2. Have a great day. See you in the morning.